Next on BYU Sports Nation, pick your side. What's more likely in 2016, a Big 12 invite for BYU or a nine-win season in football? BYU Basketball adds another guard. We'll introduce you to the new-look backcourt this fall. Plus, what a Dallas writer said that should concern all of you on day 16 of Big 12 Expansion Watch and Ralph Russo of the Associated Press. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, Thursday, August 4th, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, wherever and however you are dialed in. Welcome, my friends, to Studio B. I am Spencer Linton alongside Zombie Apocalypse Safety Coordinator, Jerem Jordan. Uh, I do have an idea, um, and I am going to share it. Which please uh, do. I'm a little hesitant because I th- I thought that you know it'd be my little idea, and then I could go to this place if there is such um, Costco. <laughs> I'm going to Costco. <laughs> I, we're locking the gates, and even if the gates are open, they can't get in unless they're a business select or whatever, right? So I got food, <laughs> supplies, samples, uh, hot dog for buck fifty, and a drink. <laughs> That's the place. Like, tell me a better place than Costco. Are they still running commerce during, <laughs> during a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, like, like a zombie can get in if he's got the card. He like needs some glasses or whatever. Like, you have medicine, food, <laughs> birthday cakes. Like, what don't you have there? It's fantastic. <laughs> That's why you're the safety coordinator. Dropping the mic. I'm out. Okay, very good. Jerem's off to a rip roar and start. This Let's morning. go, man. The players report, and so do we. I need you. I'm to, excited. I need you to channel your inner movie critic for me right now, too. Let's go. I want to see a movie this weekend. Okay, it's going to be Jason Bourne or Star Trek. Why not Suicide Squad? Because I will see that later. I need to see one of these two first, and then I will you see Suicide know, Squad. You want to know which one yes. I think is better? Jason Bourne, Star, Star Trek. Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek. Really? Beyond. Yes. I wonder how all of BYU Sports Nation feels about that. What should I see? Star Trek or Jason Bourne? It's the poll. Please. Spencer will shave his head if... (laughs) (laughs) Second thing I want to bring up now. Madden ratings have come out. Alani Fua was given a 61 out of 100, to which he tweeted... At least he's in there. To which he tweeted, 61 Madden rating with two flexed arms and three... Crying smiley faces. Hashtag goals. Yeah. Listen, the goal is to make the 53 again, right? Like, as an undrafted rookie, that was pretty awesome. Alani Fua did that. So good luck with the Cardinals. But not too much luck because you play in the NFC West. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU football reporting for fall camp today. The team in the middle of equipment issue right now. It's like Christmas in August iPad pickup, meetings with trainers, the team and position groups happening later today. The first practice is tomorrow as well as our all-access fall camp preview. Yeah, this is awesome. So they're, they're reporting tomorrow is practice. We will have uh, coverage from practice, uh, our preview shows tomorrow. We will have Facebook Live videos of all the interviews. So hang out with us on Twitter and on Facebook with BYU TV Sports and BYU Sports Nation. This just in, by the way. 
the lead of the latest uh, from Chip Brown says this. Sources close to the situation tell HornsDigest.com to the Big 12's latest chapter of realignment whether to add two or four schools or possibly be thrown a curveball by TV partners or someone else will probably be resolved in the next two weeks. Well, that's a lot to digest right there. In the next two weeks. So we're thinking by the end of the month, based on the timeline given by uh, Dennis Dodd and others, that the Big 12 wants to try and finish by the end of the month. Before the season. That makes sense. Once you get into the season, it's about the season generally. Now that's interesting because I've been told by a couple of people middle of August. In fact, one person told me specifically August 16th. I didn't pay much attention <laughs> to that. Everything's with salt. Like, and I was like, August 16th. I'm, yeah. I'm dumping a lot of salt on what I hear. Like a grain of salt? No, no, no. Many grains of salt from what everyone is saying. Right? So now this is the third person that has either said middle of August, August 16th, and now the next two weeks. This coming from Chip Brown, who, will, by the way, we had on the show this week discussing Big 12 expansion and all of the topics we just brought up. Here's how I think this is going to go down. No one's going to be like Houston and say, in five days there's going to be a special announcement. No. Here's how I think it's going to go down. Rumors will start, blah, 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 blah. And then if there's a school that's invited, they'll say something like, hey, tomorrow at 10 there's a press conference. And then at that press conference they'll announce. It won't be like, hey, in five days, this is going down. Who's going to break it? Who's going to break? Who's going to break that first, like, wool leak tweet? <sighs> Unfortunately, that is a perfect segue to our next headline. <laughs> Bronson Kafusi at Ravens practice this morning broke his ankle. <sighs> he broke his ankle. Coach John Harbaugh says he assumes Bronson will be out for the year. I am really bummed about that. That's terrible news. <sighs> like, like the second week of training camp. Oh, and for the year. Like, can an injury is bad, period, but like a season ender for your rookie season? That just stinks. Uh, anyway, thoughts and prayers to Bronson Kafusi and his family, his wife, Hillary. Uh, BYU Sports Nation is certainly thinking about you and wishing you a very quick recovery. Now, there is some good news for BYU basketball. They have filled another hole, Jerem, with a 6-4 sharpshooter out of Sewanee, Georgia. Randomly, BYU has two guys from the same area of Georgia on the team now. The latest is Colby Lafson. 6-4, shoots 41% from the three-point line, 93% free throw shooter in high school. We'll take a look at the specifics of the BYU backcourt in about 30 minutes. Elijah Bryant, the other guy uh, yeah. that you mentioned. And yes. Chuck Carlton of the Dallas Morning News says there isn't a super majority for any expansion candidate, but yet, that would be 8 out of 10, but adds in-depth discussions and inevitable horse trading <laughs> haven't really begun yet <laughs> until the second week of or third week of August, <laughs> apparently. Hey, we'll see, man. The horse trading uh, visuals. I've never funny. traded a horse, but it's better. That's pretty funny. Well done, Chuck Carlton. Rise and shout! It's time for what's trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Control the controllable. Countdown to the Wildcats. Thirty days. Hey, we are thirty days away from the opening game of the 2016 BYU football season between the University of Arizona and Brigham Young University. This marks year number six as an independent. But Jerem, will year six be the final chapter for BYU as an independent? <laughs> Let's hope so. Oh, that is the question. Here's the thing: BYU can't control what happens with that longed-for invite to the Big Twelve. 16 days into Big 12 expansion exploration, whatever you want to call it, 
How confident are all of you in BYU's chances to get in? We just told you what Chuck Carlton is reporting. No expansion candidate has a supermajority of 8 out of 10 votes from the Big 12 programs. Out of BYU's control. But what the Cougars can control is what happens on the field. Today's Twitter question pits the uncontrollable against the controllable. What's more likely to happen in 2016? BYU gets a Big 12 invite or football wins nine oh, games. Okay. Use the hashtag BYUSN at Twig Stone. Big 12 invite. This is a tough schedule with a lot of new pieces for BYU. Nine wins would be amazing. Another tweet at Andy Newman 08. Invite to the Big 12. I hope we win nine, but with new coaching and strength of schedule, I find it unlikely. Un- unlikely. But he's isn't optimistic. It, isn't it interesting that the thing that BYU can control fans, at least for the first two tweets, are less likely to buy into nine wins than a Big 12 invite? It has a lot to do with this. And, and my, my uh, pick is a Big 12 invite as well. Um, I think that BYU is in a great position. I think they will be invited. Although this Chuck Carlton uh, report is interesting i take like i said i dump a lot of salt uh on my corn on the cob aka big 12 expansion just so it's you know one person saying one thing has its value right chuck is connected there's a lot of guys that are connected we've talked to a lot of these guys on the show the the more uh big 12 invite more likely than nine wins for me has a lot to do with that schedule's really hard yes and i'm going to let the coaching staff figure it out it would be unfair to me against that schedule to go oh yeah the football team's winning nine. Now, the football team can take this. They may even have this on in the locker room right now and say, no, 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 we're going to win nine plus. That's for them to worry about. I want to be fair to these guys, the new offense. Uh, they, they don't have all the pieces in place to run what they want to run right now. It will be a development. So I want to be fair to those guys, and I think like eight would be a good season. In fact, Spencer, eight is better than last year's nine, Against this schedule, so because eight would be good. Because of the degree of difficulty within that schedule. Oh, yeah. Hey, the key to managing happiness, especially in marriage, is managing expectations, right? Yes. In year number one, you shouldn't be thinking of your spouse, they're going to be perfect and do everything right 100% of the time. <laughs> there will be no arguments. It's going to be at any point, bliss. At any point ever. in your life. Not the first year. Okay. What I'm saying is this is year number one for BYU football. Allow yourself some time to develop and integrate. So I'm with you there. Nine wins against what looks like the toughest schedule in BYU program history would be a great season for any BYU team, let alone a team with a first-year coaching staff. So let's new man- offense, new defense. It just—I'm going to give them a couple games to try and, and half then, the season. Then there are people that are like, "But Taysom Hill is a once-a-once-in-a-generation gen- generation player." I'm not. I am not saying that he's not capable. He probably gives them, uh, you know, more likelihood of getting that way than you would. You know what I mean? Tanner Mangum. Now yeah, they had that full teams, year in position. How many teams have two amazing quarterbacks and Jamal Williams? I know, but still manage the expectations. If BYU was in the Mountain West or something, I would call for 10-plus Yes, you know absolutely. What I mean? But against this schedule, we're looking at it, and and Vegas has validated this, Phil Steele, others. I said it before those even came out, that I thought seven would be a good season because it's just a tough schedule. So, yeah, I, I think a Big 12 invite is more likely. And that's saying a lot, right, that BYU will be invited to a Big 12 conference more likely than nine. If BYU gets nine, that's a heck of a season. Man. I'm playing this by percentages, by the way. I feel like a Big 12 invite is more likely for the reasons that we cited with the football schedule, but because I think BYU is ranked somewhere between the number one option and the number three option for Big 12 expansion, which means 
The chance that BYU is included in a two-team expansion, in my mind, is right around 66%. It will jump to 100% in my mind if it's a four-team expansion. I don't think Mm. there is any way BYU gets left out if they do ultimately add four teams. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm with you. I think the Texas politics are strong. I think that BYU's been burned in that exact thing before. So if there's only two invited... Yeah, it makes me a little nervous. It could does, be Houston and does, Cincinnati. Does one in three make you know uh, one in three chance BYU's not make me nervous if I took your odds? By the way, if it, is it sixty-seven or sixty-six? Because it's sixty-six point six seven, right? It's sixty-seven. Okay, yes. just checking. I okay. have my TI eighty-six. Okay. <laughs> I used a pre-algebra. No, I was just checking. Anybody under the age of twenty <laughs> has no idea <laughs> what you're talking Texas about. Texas Instruments. When you oh, say oh. Texas strikes again, <laughs> when you say as we TI-86. show a Texas highlight. With BYU, I can't believe it. Oh, you had a TI-86, I had a TI-83. That's because I'm a little oh, bit older than you. Well, yeah. I could afford the 86, apparently, <laughs> in 97 at nobody, West nobody, Hills Middle School. Seriously, nobody under the age of t- at least Miss, 20 is like, Miss Webb. Yeah, TI-86. I, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's hilarious. These guys just spend a lot of time talking about calculators. Yeah, so you can calculate $25 million bucks a year in TV revenue. Going to need some calculators. I think BYU in large part, is between option one and option three for the Big 12. So if they expand by two teams, the numbers there would say 67%. How much of a bummer would it be, though, if BYU is option three and they only go with two teams? That would be Everyone terrible. associated with BYU Sports Nation, you the fans, us, it'd, <laughs> it'd be World War Three, man. It'd be bad. <laughs> it'd be bad. <laughs> ah! Yeah, thinking about it is painful. It really is. By the way, we're uh, we're hosting the Big Blue Bash with the Cougar Club in Salt Lake at uh, Rio Tinto Stadium. Not this Friday, but next Friday. I'm really hoping there's a Big 12 invite around that time because it's going to be crazy regardless. Oh, my god! But can goodness. you imagine? <laughs> How do you feel? The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. Which is more likely to happen in 2016? BYU gets a Big 12 invite or BYU football wins nine games. Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At TX Colonel, got to go with the Big 12 invite. It's mm. closer than ever, and this schedule is brutal. But I feel BYU could do both. Speaking of the schedule, the USA Today preseason coaches poll came out. Two BYU opponents on there, Michigan State 11, UCLA 24. Wow, Michigan State number 11. Mm-hmm. The preseason college football poll is out. So UCLA, if they win, yeah, if they win a couple, they're going to be a ranked team coming to Provo. You think? Can we find a tweet where somebody thinks that nine wins is? Does more anyone likely? think it's nine Seriously, wins? Seriously, does anybody feel that confident? Speak. I'm interested. Let's go. Send in the tweets. Coming up, BYU basketball adds another guard. But first, BYU football ranked 34th all time in the AP football poll. Ralph Russo will tell us why. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures. Those are on BYU TV. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. And as always, use the hashtag BYUSN. And right now, the BYU football players are picking up their iPads. That's what's going on for this hour. Uh, During BYU Sports Nation, they have more meetings uh, with trainers and position groups and with the team and dinner tonight. So that's today. Tomorrow, 
Fall Camp Begins, and our show will be a Fall Camp Preview. We'll break down all the storylines, some of the position battles to watch. We'll get you set for BYU Fall Camp, which begins tomorrow. What's the chance the first thing the great punter Johnny Linehan does once he gets his iPad is download Pokemon Go? Yeah, that, I think that it's going to come, uh, you know, for everybody. Everyone just will it's just get it. pre-installed. Yeah, just pre-installed. <laughs> um, film, you know, film and Pokemon Go. That's apparently it. he's making a country music song, a country music video about punting as well. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but Johnny's <laughs> a lot of fun. That's all I know. Ty Detmer tweeted last night. Can't wait to see the final product. <laughs> I would say that. He's a country music guy, right? Our Twitter question today, what is more likely to happen in 2016? BYU gets a Big 12 invite or BYU football wins nine games? At JoshMail313 says, nine wins because we control our own destiny. At Kip Kent says, both. It's a tie. I predict each is 71.2% likely to happen. <laughs> Hill, number seven. Mangum, number 12. 71.2%. It's science. It's science. Yeah, just combine the jersey numbers. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline is Associated Press College football writer Ralph Russo. Ralph, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Thanks for having me, guys. How are you? We are fantastic. In fact, we're going to start with a non-Big 12 question, if you're okay with that. Sure, fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your poll question. I like your poll question, too. Let's, let's do that. Okay, let's start with the poll question. What's more likely, BYU gets a, a Big 12 invite or the football team wins nine games against that brutal schedule? Yeah, I think the schedule uh, is what tips me. I, I think they got a better chance of, of being invited to the Big 12. Um, you know, and that's not to say that they – I would never put a percentage chance on it because I'm still not exactly sure what the Big 12 wants. Um, I'm not sure the Big 12 knows exactly what it wants when it's looking for an expansion partner. And there's still going to be, obviously, a few issues with the, with the TV partners as far as how this goes forward. Um, but the more and more I talk to people and read things and, and get a, get, try to get some sense of where expansion is going, the more it sounds like BYU would be a good fit, but I say that tentatively, and that schedule is not getting that, – that schedule is a bear, so I'll, <laughs> I'll go under on the nine wins. And we'll dive into some more of that in a moment, but uh, the Associated Press came out with its you know, top uh, programs ever, top 100, I believe it was. Uh, BYU came in at number 34. Uh, what, what did you think of the top 100 and BYU coming in at, at that spot? Well, listen, it was a fun project, and I know, you know, there's no doubt we, we do things like that to be a little provocative as far as getting fans engaged and getting people to go, man, how can you have so-and-so at number one, and how can you have them at number five, and we should be higher, and we should be lower. But to me, the interesting part of the, pro the project was sort of diving into this, you know, 80 years of poll information, 1,103, I think it was, oh. the total amount of polls, um, 1,031, something in that ballpark. I can't remember now. And I didn't do most of that really heavy lifting. I just made it look pretty at the end. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we came up with the parameters. We were looking for a formula, and I really pushed for some type of very simple formula that would reward consistency over a long period of time, probably emphasizing that even a little more than the championships, which is why Alabama ended up number four and Ohio State ended up number one. And, you know, one of the things that I think popped out at, for, for people was if you look at BYU at number 34, BYU at 34 is ahead of most of the Big 12 schools. 
just to sort of give you a perspective of what BYU's consistency has been throughout the, the years. And I think, again, that's what we were trying to measure. And for me, the fun part of the project was looking through all that data and sort of spotting some trends in college football in general and seeing where programs peaked and valleyed and spiked and fell off. I think it's a fantastic testament to what BYU football, largely under Lavelle Edwards, Gary Croton, Bronco Mendenhall, and now Kalani Satake has done over 40 years. I mean, they've been one of the top five most winning programs in four decades. That said, I feel like that has zero to do with what the Big 12 wants to do. Does a legacy factor in your mind affect the Big 12's expansion decision at all? I think it does, but here's why. Not necessarily for the obvious reasons. I think there, there definitely is a component here that says, we want a school that is going to play competitive football. This is a school that has a history of doing that. Um, and, the, and to tie that into college football in, at large and in general, if you look at college football, if you have been good, there's a good chance you will be good. Uh, you know, the, 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 there's not as much parity. Like, we like to think of college football as a sport that has become, uh, that has uh, you know, injected more parity throughout the years. But the brands matter, and the brands sort of, to a certain degree, dictate how much success you'll have. So when you tie BYU's success over a long period of time to its brand, and it's a notable brand, it's a brand with a long reach, and a national fan base, and again, this, this, this consistent high-level play, you bring in that program with the idea that, A, it brings a good name and a good brand, and B, we are, we are sure that it can compete at this level. We're not going to bring in this school, and then, you know, it just happens to have a good coach right now. That coach is going to leave, and that, pro- and that program is going to fall apart and break under the weight of, of better competition. You don't have to subtly mention uh, Memphis like that, but uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you, you, you tweeted uh, May 22nd the following. Woke, uh, woke to my kid and her friend watching a show called Studio C on BYU TV, and if this doesn't get BYU into the Big 12, not sure what will. <laughs> I love it. It was, you know, I've never, honestly, I'd never heard of the show, and she and a a couple of her her friends were having a sleepover, and I woke, and I found it to be, you know, obviously, listen, they're only 10 years old, so it wasn't, it certainly wasn't inappropriate humor, but it was was also, like, witty and bright enough and sort of sharp and edgy enough that it drew me in, so it just sort of caught me off guard. I'm like, what is this? (laughs) And it's pretty funny, and it didn't, it didn't, you know, and, and, and good job by BYU TV. So I was being a little tongue-in-cheek, but I, I, oh, yeah. I was pretty impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you've been exposed to what happens in Studio C, and we are in Studio B with Ralph Russo, Associated Press College Football Writer since 2005. All right, how about this question? And it's, it's, it seems like the 20 or $25 million question, depending on who you ask. How many teams will the Big 12 expand by, and when do you think it will happen? I think this, is, this will play out relatively quickly. One way or the other, they will decide, we're going to do this, here's what, here's what we're looking at, Here, here's who we will bring in, and they're going to move on from there. Or, or there's still, I think there's a still at least a chance. You know, the, the, the Big 12 is nothing if not noncommittal, uh, and I think that they, they left themselves enough wiggle room 
to even still back out of this. If you're going to do this, it's essentially a, a money grab, right? They, they get the pro rata contract, um, pro rata um, fees from the television partners, which means that they're going to bring in two. That means $25 million each, give or take, 20 to $25 million each more. You bring in four, you know, times it by four. I mean, my sense is if you're going to do something because it's a little bit of a money grab, well, you might as well grab the most money and bring in four. Um, I could see if the television networks push back, maybe a way to appease them is to say, listen, we're only going to bring in two. That only costs you an extra 40 to $50 million, and maybe we can negotiate some other things in here, too. Uh, you know, I think, you know, I was asked this a while back, and I, I, and I dismissed it at the time, but I think it, it might be more relevant. I, I also wonder if BYU already being part of ESPN's um, television product, a television partner, helps in a sense BYU because now it might not necessarily, ESPN, ESPN might not look at it as new money. In other words, if you bring, if you bring BYU in, now we're just putting that money toward the Big 12. So I don't know if I really answered your question. I've been under the opinion, of the opinion that if you're going to do it, you're going to bring in four. And I think if you're going to do it, you want this process wrapped up by October. I just don't think there's any reason why it needs to linger because you know about these schools. They, you probably have a dossier on all of them. They've been, they've been lobbying for over a year. So there's really no reason why you need to do a deep dive. You've probably got most of the information you need. When you look at BYU's schedule, and we talked about how tough it would be to win nine games, uh, what what would be a nice number for BYU to get to, to where nationally maybe it's like, okay, that that was a good season for BYU, and look how tough that schedule was? You know, I, listen, I think I'm looking at it now, and I don't think nine is crazy because there's definitely enough sort of swing games on here you know, and Arizona is not necessarily a loss, right? I mean, I don't think I don't. I think of all the tough games on BYU's schedule, I don't see any of them other than maybe at Michigan State, where I think BYU really I shouldn't say can't is going to have a really really hard time winning that game. You know, that's a really good Michigan State team on the road. That one looks like a loss to me. Almost all these other games, they could beat Arizona, they could beat Utah. Um, they could be, certainly beat Mississippi State at home, Mississippi State breaking in a new quarterback. I don't see Boise as being a game you can't win. Uh, West Virginia at a neutral site, that might be a little tough. You're coming all the way across the country. So I'm thinking I don't think nine is impossible because there's enough swing games there, though I do think playing all those tough teams will wear you down a little bit. You know, uh, seven and five is a pretty nice season, I don't think it's anything, would it be anything to be ashamed of, but if you hit eight, I think you look at that season with that schedule and go, okay, new coach too, new coach, that schedule, eight wins. You've got to be feeling pretty good. I don't know if, if that's going to satisfy all the BYU fans, but I think eight and four sounds pretty good to me. Ralph, it's been great to talk to you uh, about everything from Big 12 expansion to Studio C uh, to BYU's schedule in 2016. We really appreciate the time and uh, look forward to doing it again soon. Thanks. Anytime, guys. Ralph Russo on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Ralph joined us back in the day. He was one of our first national guests when this was uh, a mere radio show. 
uh, back in the day. So great to have Ralph uh, back on. And it's funny that, yeah, his daughter randomly watched Studio C. <laughs> I remember that tweet, and I just pulled it up, had to ask him. It was funny. Good pull on that. I had forgotten about that. So, yeah, nicely done, Jeremy From Jordan. May. From May. We get bored during the summer, man. <laughs> Not every day. The show. We tell you why you won't have to travel to Shanghai to see Jimmer play this season. Say what? And how much talent does Dave Rose have in an inexperienced backcourt this season? Stay with us. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. You are going to want to follow BYU Sports Nation on social media if you don't already because fall camp's about to start. We will have it covered for you on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation as well on Facebook. We're going to do Facebook Live videos, so uh, make sure you're uh, following or liking the show on that as well. Uh, And then on Instagram and then Snapchat, BYUSN. Let's refresh today's BYUSN headlines, starting with what Jerem just talked about, fall football camp. Our preview is tomorrow. The players are picking up their equipment today. iPad pickup happening right now. We think that Johnny Linehan is downloading Pokemon Go, perhaps yeah. some editing software editing, yeah. for his, his country, country music, music video. Yeah, I, I don't know. We, we will Really important that. stuff <laughs> happening. Position groups will be meeting later today, the first practice tomorrow, of course, and we will, we will be locked and loaded, ready to go. We should mention that in the uh, USA Today uh, preseason coaches poll, BYU did receive some votes. They received six votes. Uh, you know how I feel about this. So there's a top 25, and then there's some teams that receive votes. So Utah is three out, right? They are not 28th in the poll, right? They're out. Because They're third out. it only goes to 25. Because it it's not called the tw- ah, top 28. Technicality okay. so, master so, strikes again. So, the, so BYU would be 42nd? <laughs> top four. Let's crack the top 40. Uh, I, I believe that's 17 out of the top uh, 25. 17 out with six votes. Yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> Chuck Carlton of the Dallas Morning News says there isn't a super majority for any expansion candidate, but adds in-depth discussions and inevitable horse trading haven't really begun yet. Ralph Russo of the Associated Press, college football writer for the AP since 2005, just joined us. He gave us his opinion on when he thinks the Big 12 will expand and how many teams he feels strongly they should expand by and the reasoning behind that. Download the podcast on iTunes. An update on Bronson Kafusi. We reported that he has broken his ankle this morning at Ravens practice. Coach John Harbaugh says he assumes Bronson will be out for the year. Just terrible news for Bronson. However, John Harbaugh did later say he had been playing very well. He's only going to get better next year. And BYU basketball received a late commitment from an under-the-radar prospect and uh, commitment and signing from Colby Lafson, the 6'4 guard from Sewanee, Georgia, averaged 17 a game as a senior, shooting 41% from three, 93% from the free throw line. We will introduce you to the new-look backcourt of BYU hoops. In fact, let's do that right now, shall we, Jerem? We shall. What does this backcourt look like now? Because not two months ago, we had a help-wanted poster Asking for BYU guards. Yeah, someone took that down. Maybe it was Colby Lifeson. He was in here Tuesday, by the way, uh, toured, and then he came in the studio, and then he's like, "Dude, I gotta come here after seeing the studio." So we're we're really happy to uh, we're really happy to help in the recruiting process. To be the closers. To be the closers. We've been called that before. Uh, we haven't closed on everybody, um, but we've been pretty good. I'm thinking of one really big one in particular. But. He may play for the Bucks. Colby Lafson 
is now a member of the BYU basketball team. He has a mission call, but it is being postponed. He will play the season and then go on his mission. But that's, that, yeah, that's plain. That fills a need for BYU. Now, who are the guards? Everybody knows Nick Emery, who, by the way, was just voted who, number who, 36. Number Fox 36. Sports. Yeah, Fox Sports put out a poll of the top 50 college basketball players. He's the only dude that was a significant contributor from last year's team that returns, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU basketball returns, count it, one player who averaged more than four points per game last season in college basketball. Now, how but, concerned so inexperienced. That doesn't are mean they're all not of you good. about that? Yeah. I, I'm somewhat concerned just because it takes time to gel. Yeah, it's it's qual- you? it's qualified in experience because you have Elijah Bryant who has played Division One basketball yeah, for a full season. He averaged 14 a game at Elon, redshirted. Um, I think he'll be ready to rock right away. But the gelling is a very real dynamic. Yes. TJ Haas will be six months off a of mission uh, when the when the season gets started, so that'll be good. TJ averaged 25 a game in high school. You know, it's the next level. To me, that's your starting backcourt, and, and things could change. But you got TJ Haas, Nick Emery, Elijah Bryant. I think Nick's an off guard. Uh, I don't know if Elijah Bryant or T.J. Haas bring the ball to court. doesn't matter to me. really doesn't matter. And what role will L.J. Rose, the transfer from the University of Houston, play in his final collegiate season? So grad transfer, when he's healthy, sophomore, junior years at Houston, nine points, five, rebound, uh, five assists per game guy. Remember earlier this summer we made this big deal about, hey, BYU only has four scholarship guards. Well, they have seven now on the roster plus a walk-on. Let's talk about who those guys are. So Emery... Davin Gwynn and Elijah Bryant are guys that were on the team last year. Bryant played. and Redshirt, Davin Gwynn, averaged 1.6 points Two of game. those guys played minutes. Okay. Then guys who have joined the team after the season ended, TJ Haas, LJ Rose, Stephen Bayo, who was a walk-on now on Scully, Colby Lafson, who we just announced, will be on Scully, and Zach Frampton, a part of the Lone Peak Four, because Frampton played with those guys. He was with TJ Haas uh, his senior year uh, and such. So those are the guards. Those are the seven... Uh, excuse me, eight guards that will be in the backcourt. There are eight guards now. And seven uh, in the front court, by the way, C- because you have Corbin Kafusi and Zach Frampton as walk-ons. Here's what I am hoping. How good was Zach Selyus last year? Can Stephen Bayo, Surprisingly good. Colby Lafson, and TJ Haas replace the production of Chase Fisher and... Uh, and Kyle and, Collinsworth? And Kyle Collinsworth. Oh, that's asking a lot, bro. Woo! Especially for newbies. Like, I think they're really good. I'm going to give them, like the football team, I'm, I'm going to give them some time uh, to figure it out, especially as a group. Like, coming back off a mission and excelling, it took Nick Emery a while. Granted, he, like, lacerated his foot uh, recreationally during the summer. That set him back, too, thoracic outlet syndrome, just kind of figuring that out as well. That was maybe an exception to the rule, but I expect T.J. Haas, uh, you know, by January – to be, to be playing good ball. I'm going to give them a little bit, though. But the question is not how will the starters be per se. I'm pretty confident in their abilities. It's, it's is LJ Rose healthy? What can he do? He's, he's ex- struggled. He's, he's been injured a lot. He's an experienced guy. Steven yeah. Bayo averaged 27 a game in high school, but he was going to be a walk-on. So now he has this uh, awesome opportunity as a scholarship player to be more enabled in that way. Colby Lafson, a late ad, so Bowie likes him. And then uh, Zach Frampton, I think. Is, is there because he's a quality player and could contribute uh, in some way. So we'll see what these guys have. I like the talent compilation. The coaches are hoping that a guy like Stephen Bayo and Colby Lafson 
two very good outside shooters can replace the production of Zach Sellius. Dude, Zach Sellius. How had good the, was he? Had the, I'll tell you exactly. He had the second greatest three-point shooting season by any freshman in BYU history. Like, to say that these guys will come in, combine, and do that, that's saying a lot, right? You lose Jordan Chapman, who is a good defender. Like, how good a defender are these uh, are some of these guys? That's the question I have. How quickly can they get in the system? My only concern with this is the youth. But uh, Nick Emery, ready to rock, probably going to be the leading scorer on the team. Elijah Bryant, I think, is going to be a stud. I think TJ Haas is going to be a stud. So that that's the good news. These guys... Don't have a the backups to me don't have as much pressure per se to come in. It took Zach Selyus ten or fifteen games to kind of get into the mix. How long will it take for the BYU basketball team to gel? When do you expect them to be playing at one hundred percent of their talent capability? February. So that long. Yeah. I, I think it takes it takes a while sometimes. Like what BYU did last year in going up to Gonzaga and winning that game. In they January. Were, they were they were senior they were relying on two two guys. Okay, who touched the ball the most last year? Kyle Collinsworth, Chase Fisher, okay? You relied on those guys, seniors, they carried you. Now you don't have you have two seniors and one that's returning, Kyle Davis, and then you insert uh, you know, transplant transfer, LJ Rose. So I, I think that this team is really gonna be led and, and we'll see who the leaders are. Kyle Davis will be a senior, naturally will be a leader. And then who else? Nick Emery will be a leader. Will Eric Mika come in and be a leader? So we, the fun part is we have a lot of questions with this, but Cougar fans have waited for years to see these guys together. So now they've added a few pieces behind them, and I think this is going to be a good team. I, I expect this team to get into the dance. BYU basketball has recently added two specific dates to their schedule, December 7th against Weber State and now November 26th against Utah Valley University. And by the way, on November 26th, that's a busy day for us. That's a Utah State football game. It is BYU-Utah State football and BYU-Utah Valley basketball. Hmm. And, yeah, we don't know the the time of that Utah State game either. That could be a cold, frigid Saturday. I hope it's an early kickoff. Yeah, let's let's hope. (laughs) Let's hope that's in. Yeah, well. Please. We'll we'll see what happens on that one. I'm, I'm guessing that'll be a night game. Please. It, it's not in Logan either. I have nightmares Luckily, about how cold that oh game gosh. was last year. Dude, there there are oh. times where I'm there, – there, a lot of times I'm like, hey, that's cool. Spencer's on the field. That's fantastic. There are other times where I'm like, man, I'm glad to be in the building in Provo. <laughs> that, was, that was one of them where I'm like, hey. Have fun up there. Hey, soldier up, baby, because that's going to be rough. And you guys were awesome. What is more likely to happen in 2016? BYU football, or BYU in general, I should say, gets a Big 12 invite, or the football team wins nine games. At L.R. Bowerbank says, I could see BYU getting both. Let me put on the blue goggles for that. Mm. If BYU wins the first two games, we take that momentum to a nine-plus win season. Does David Nixon automatically think that BYU football wins nine games because he's got him going 3-0? The first two? Mm, you probably need the first three. First two would be a good start. To win nine games. Two would be great. Up next, track and field ranked in the top 31 in the NCAA, but Big 12 invite or nine wins. What do you say? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Studio B. If you miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation Live, the rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV 
most of you know the time, but I'll tell you again. 6 p.m. Eastern. And tomorrow at noon Eastern time, live on uh, BYU Sports Nation, is our fall camp special. We'll preview the storylines going into fall camp, the position breakdowns as well. Is there anything to talk about, though, Jerem? Uh, slightly, Spencer. Mm. It's going to be most excellent. So check it out tomorrow, noon Eastern time, and as Spencer mentioned, the 6 p.m. Eastern broadcast. When was the last time you watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, by the way? Like a month ago. Oh, so it's fresh in the mind Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is why you're quoting it quite often. Be excellent to each other. (laughs) What a great idea. I love it. What's the dude's name that's their mentor? Rufus? Rufus. (laughs) Rufus. Yeah. (laughs) We've discussed TI-86 calculators and Bill and Ted's. What's new? That's That's, every day, man. That's what we do, man. Bring the heat. It is what we do. Bring the rain. Our Twitter question today, what's more likely to happen in 2016? BYU gets a Big 12 invite or BYU football wins nine games? Or Spencer shaves his head. That's 0% chance. Let's go to the Twitter machine. You got tweets. At BYU Teddy Bear 89, can we change this to what is more likely to happen first? Throw them back on. Blue goggles? Yes. Throw throw them back on. Yes. (laughs) I think best case, worst case scenario for BYU, like what's the best case scenario for this BYU football season? Like a 10-win year? That would be really good, right? Like that that would be the peak? Yeah. Like like 12 and up. Let's throw. Twelve and zero is not going to happen. Okay, let's on, throw in on. the bowl game. Jake for this Keats conversation. is not here g- talking about a national championship. All if right? you throw He's in somehow the bowl with game. my Seahawks in training camp, still good for him. If you throw in the bowl game, is the peak against the Mountain West? Well, in the New Year's Six, Spencer, if they're twelve and zero, oh, bro. Right. <laughs> Woo! I think that a ten-win season would be unbelievable. If you throw in the bowl game, is there a chance? Is there any chance? Of course, there's. A they chance. win eleven. 11 and 2 with a bowl game win. I yeah, mean, yeah. You stay healthy, you get all the breaks, you find a kicker that nails 50-yard field goals. But like, you think that's the pinnacle, right? Like like 10. Yeah, um, could be a lot. I don't know. I think realistically it's like 7 to 9. That's right. the range. No, that realistic. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying best like, case. We look at best case. You beat like, Arizona, you beat Utah, you beat UCLA at home, you go to West Virginia win, you beat Toledo. You're going to like oh, Michigan State, that would be one of the best wins in BYU football They're history. They're ranked okay? 11th in the country that, in the preseason poll by the way. That one's tougher. Not impossible, but tougher, okay? M- Mississippi State at home. Uh at Boise State, that'd be a good one. Cincinnati, Southern Utah, UMass, Utah State. If Taysom Hill is still starting through game 12, Anything is possible! How many for sure, and I know you don't want to like say, BYU is going to lose this game, but Ralph Russo right. said, he pointed out, I don't think they're going to beat Michigan State. That one, st- that one sticks out. Do right? any and, others. Do any others. Boise State to me Boise is a State. brutal yes. game because of when and where and what day it happens on. It's like the worst possible scenario. It's a yes. Thursday yes. night game they're, on the They're blue. a good program. Okay. Like, they they figured it out on offense. BYU's coming off a short week, six days after playing Mississippi State. And it's after week After playing eight. Michigan State. Okay, I think that Mississippi State is tough, too, where it sits. It sits between Miss, Michigan State and Boise State. It's a home game, which I yes. feel way more confident about. Listen, in the trenches, they, they bring it, right? This is a Mississippi State team that was good. When BYU beat Ole Miss on the road, they were terrible. They were a two-win team. BYU escaped because Kyle Van Noy made a play, okay? It, it it came down to that. I could see it, yeah. If BYU gets off to a fast start, now they're in business. But I don't want a fast start and then a collapse. That's what's happened recently, right? 2-0 last year, you drop the next two. But you have a great October. That was great. Um, I would like BYU to get ranked in the college football uh, playoff poll. 
They the, haven't. The, the, they haven't made that. That that means yet. that in October, late October, you're doing stuff. They're in the top twenty. You want to say Tasty Mill four zero twenty fourteen? Whoa, out to a fun injury. Oh, right. The, everything would have to be fantastic. Health. Uh, you know, turnovers are in large part like a lucky thing. BYU is getting a lot of turnovers, and they're turning them into points, and they're scoring, and they have a good kicker, and the defense is good. I could see a situation where, best case, hold on, blue goggles on, BYU gets double-digit wins. That would be wild. That would be wild. I will take eight wins That'd this be year. one really of the great, in my opinion, if BYU won double-digit games against this schedule, that would be one of the greatest seasons you in BYU it, football history. It's in the top ten somewhere, and you figure out where. That would be wild. That would be worst an unbelievable season. Okay, if we mention best case, let's m- mention worst case real quickly. There are injuries. Ball doesn't bounce your way. You go on the road. It's too tough. The first day you're on the road for a bunch of them. That would be rough, right? Like a two and six start or something. That would be tough. That would be really tough. But I think BYU is somewhere in the middle. I really do. In the first day, four, I'll take four and four. I'd take five and three. Oh man, five and three, and BYU's flirting with the top twenty-five. No kidding. I'm telling you. If they are five and three, they are receiving votes. Right, but they're not in. You're not as a as a group of five or independent, not named Notre Dame. You are not ranked five and three. But will they be an independent <laughs> <laughs> in October? I love that you said it like that. <laughs> but Bill like, Esquire, will they be independent or will they be excellent? What's more likely to happen in 2016? BYU gets a Big 12 invite. Or the football team wins nine games at Collie underscore 171. Big 12. I find it hard to believe we'll get nine plus wins when it's the hardest schedule in school history and new coaches. That's what I'm saying. I want to be fair to them. You know, like it, if we had a brand new show on BYU TV to be like, yeah, they're going to get bigger and better ratings than shows that are already established. It's like, well, probably that's probably unfair to that that show, right? At give BYU them, LASF them. Jazz, if it's nine win, if it's win nine games, and BYU does not get the invite, the Big Twelve might feel like they missed out. Here's here's where I disagree with that. Listen, the the win total for a team this year is largely irrelevant. Otherwise, Houston would be in. They went they went thir- twelve and one, thirteen and one, and won a New Year six game. Yet they're not a lock. That me that's because the current season only carries a tiny bit of weight. It's historically, it's academics, it's reputation, it's TV market, it's fan base. It's way bigger than one season. If BYU gets off to a 3-0 start, do not say, yeah, we deserve to be in. BYU deserves to be in now, independent of what they do this year. At baller underscore BYU, I think nine wins and more, but if we don't get invited, crap, it's a zombie apocalypse (laughs) and I'm going to Costco. Yeah! (laughs) But no, it's an apocalypse. <laughs> An update from Cougars on the PGA Tour next in the Cougar Whip Around. Samples! BYU Sports Nation presented a part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. BYU players report for fall football camp today. The team's wrapping up equipment issue, iPad pickup, meeting with trainers, team in, in position groups. Happening later today, the first practice is tomorrow, as well as our fall camp preview. Chuck Carlton of the Dallas Morning News says there isn't a supermajority for any expansion candidates, but ads, in-depth discussions, and inevitable horse trading haven't really begun yet. I've never traded a horse, so I'm not sure how that works. BYU has received six votes from the uh, USA Today coaches poll. Also on that list are two of BYU's opponents. 
UCLA and Michigan State. College football right around the corner, baby. Mm. Cougars in the NFL. Bronson Kafusi broke his ankle this morning at Baltimore Ravens practice. Head coach John Harbaugh says he assumes Bronson will be out for the year. We wish him a speedy, healthy recovery. Men's basketball. BYU signs Colby Lafeson, a six foot four guard from Swanee, Georgia, who averaged 17 a game as a senior, shot 41% from three, 93% from the free throw line. He will be on the team this season. Also, more BYU basketball news. Utah Valley University and former BYU coach Mark Pope, who is now leading the Wolverines, announced its basketball schedule. BYU will host UVU November 26th at the Marriott Center, the same day as the BYU-Utah State football game. Jimmer! Fredette and the Shanghai Sharks will play the Houston Rockets in Houston, October 2nd, in an exhibition game. Baseball. Colton Shaver went two for four with a run scored last night for the Wareham Gateman in the Cape Cod League. Cougars in the minors. Adam Law went two for five with the uh, with the AA Jackson Generals. Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair and Daniel Summerhays <laughs> finished the first round in the Travelers Championship. Got for those turkeys. Summerhays finished a two under and is currently tied for 17th. Zach Blair finished even and is currently tied for 42nd. Jerem? Track and field. You always rank 25th in the Flow Track preseason women's cross country rank. Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Jerem, do the honors. Bob Bosby gets it again. <laughs> He's racking up the awards, man. The Rise and Shouts. What if BYU does not get into the Big 12? Then we stop giving a rise to Do we – what's the word I'm looking for uh, from the office? <laughs> redact. I declare Red- bankruptcy! Do, do we redact oh. all of those rise and shouts? Uh, listen, we're not petty and vig- vindictive. What? Oh, we are. Yeah, we'll we do that. We will redact yep. yes. all of those yes. rise and shouts. Yes, for the win. <laughs> A redaction will happen. Oh. Um, Twitter question. What's more likely to happen in 2016? BYU gets a Big 12 invite or football wins nine games. How about some more tweets? Tweet, tweet. At JTracy2511. Over nine wins because the team will be so mad at being snubbed by the Big 12, they will overachieve to make Big 12 look stupid. Hey, whatever it takes, whatever motivation you need, do it. Can they just... Get the invite and still play well? I would really prefer that. Yes. Okay. Our elite tweet of the day, at T Wrigley 13. I almost always agree with Jerem. However, I am leaving his side just as Sam left Frodo. Nine win season, baby! I can't carry it, but I can carry you! <laughs> Thanks to Ralph Russo and everyone on our crew. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Mr. Frodo. Thanks to Ralph. <laughs> I just you just read that. <laughs> Show on demand. Download the podcast. Shout out to Matt Odell. Oh, barely got it in.